Now, if you're into your cycling or thinking about cycling, then you want to check this place out. It's in Mo- Motor City. And what I loved when I first walked in is you, you're walking into a cycle shop and then there's a cafe with reggae playing and really cool food. And it's a really cool vibe. So co-owner and co-founder is Sam Syadon, along with chef, executive chef at the Cycle Bistro. That's Patrick Ikenofo. And they're cycle hub Ironman that is Luke Matthews he's on the sales team and preparing for a big competition coming up at the beginning of August so great to have you here and sharing your insights into paleo food and recipes we're going to be posting up the recipes on our website do check out on Dubai today pictures of the food that we are trying this morning uh, along with the guests you get to see their faces too <laughs> and I this morning and <laughs> we've also got an interesting little competition going on on uh, Helen between Linda our producer and myself go on I haven't heard this so you know I was at Glastonbury recently I do as you keep on reminding me and I couldn't go so yeah cutting me deep yes and you said to me you must go and see my brother's band yes yeah he's in everything everything and I got very excited about this because I've heard they're doing amazingly well and I was like yeah yeah and I said what, what which one is he and you were like he's the drummer mm-hmm. yeah yeah and then when I was at Glastonbury's massive and I saw it and I was telling my friends I was going oh Helen I know he's the sister of and could basically get us backstage on this (laughs) (laughs) and I didn't get to see him I didn't get to see him so I was really disappointed I didn't but I was telling Linda so we had a look at a picture of the group the band and we were trying to figure out which one's your brother okay so you don't know this no go on but we've posted a picture (laughs) up on our Facebook page of the band Everything Everything and and a photo of me and a photo of you and uh, we've got a yeah if you want to check it out go into our website now check out on Facebook the Dubai Eye page and see if you can guess which one is which photo of me have you used it's a very nice one we made sure it was oh you always look amazing but uh, yeah it's a compliment (laughs) it's all that coconut coconut oil oil. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so yeah if you've got yeah check it out now on your phone just quickly go into the Dubai Eye Facebook page or onto our blog spot on Dubai Today DubaiEye1038.com and see if you can guess which one's about if you could ignore the beard both both mine and his (laughs) (laughs) he's a beardy boy oh is he I don't know if we've got it depends on the photo in some photos he's inclined to a bit of facial hair alright well I've I've chosen who I think and Linda's chosen who she thinks I'm dying um, to come round and see now yeah so we'll, we'll reveal all towards the end of the show this morning chef you've just been preparing and uh, helen's been sampling luke what have we got now on the table uh now you have uh compressed watermelon with fermented daikon and uh wasabi and crab meat oh, it's Rolled delicious it, lo- it looks so beautiful this plate it's like it looks like a plate of springtime it's just absolutely gorgeous and that wasabi in the crab meat oh it's so good would this be served as a starter or yeah, a main, as, yeah? A, as a starter yeah so refreshing gorgeous and i'd never think of i mean to be honest not that i use daikon at home on a regular basis but i would never <laughs> think of of daikon being kind of used as a as a wrap what it's is daikon? really thinly sliced mm. it's pretty much like asian reddish yeah mm. So good. Kind of smells funny, but it tastes good. It tastes good. And you've got yeah. a bit of fermented food in there as mm. well. Mm-hmm. So you're going to be... My, good for my neuroticism. <laughs> Your neurosis. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, and nice and fresh to the palate. Now, I'm thinking this could go on a cracker. You could put this on a cracker, couldn't you? The crab. The crab you could you definitely could, the put crab, on a cracker. Yeah. Nice. Sam's shaking his head. Could we do a paleo cracker? No, well, we could. Yeah. Well, we made the paleo muffin. The exactly. bars. You could do the bars. We do the paleo bars. We, what do you if want? You, we got our own paleo wraps too. Bake it. So there we go. That yeah. would be pretty. Just before we, before we um, we uh, went off, um, I was asking Luke about coconut oil. Uh. We're talking about all these kind of 
ingredients that have come to the fore in the last couple of years and helped no doubt by media such as myself <laughs> like kale and your quinoa and coconut oil being super popular and luca you're a fan hey yeah love coconut oil and yeah. everything's how do you cook with it do you what do you do with it everything everything yeah, yeah, absolutely everything. there's no, no, no. how do you, you swim so fast yeah yeah exactly it's like a yeah, yeah, yeah. it before i go in the pool and it makes it a little bit faster it's not browner um but now uh yeah absolutely brilliant oil to cook with um even in stuff like the coffee um just to get essential fats because i like to um for my body instead of using carbohydrates all the time it's quite good to be burning the fats okay um and <clears throat> the body tapping into the fat stores instead of using carbohydrates all the time um i feel like it, it it prolongs the energy a lot more and when you say put it in coffee how do you how do you kind of blend it how do you mix it so it doesn't kind yeah, of sit on the top it's kind of i mean it's not fully paleo some people go with it but it's like the bulletproof coffee yeah okay. um so some people use mct oil but What's for me mct, MCT is like a Sounds like engine oil. Yeah, it, it's like <laughs> for this me. Is a it's a rapper, actually. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like um, for me. It's not as good as coconut oil because it's been processed. Okay. Whereas coconut oil is, um, it's not been processed. Well, apart from extracting it from mm. the coconut, uh, MCT oil has been spun, so it's lost some of the triglycerides. Whereas um, coconut oil has it in. Okay, and what's um, it taste like? The MCT. MCT is. I've only ever had it in the coffee, so I can't say. Disguised. Yeah, um, but with the bulletproof, it's obviously um, butter, coffee, and um, coconut oil all blended together. When I heard this the first time, I was thinking this just sounds like madness. No, it's delicious. Um, Really? Yeah, just good fats. It's a great way to start the day as well. You know, if you say you're going for a fasted run or a fasted ride, putting some essential fats back into your body. Okay. Without a bit of caffeine, just to get you started. And would you have it like like an espresso side, or have it in kind of a large latte size? I have it in yeah in in like a latte size. So I mean. Really? Uh, yeah, um, make a nice French press coffee. Okay. Um, and then into the blender that goes with a cup size, good cup size, with um, depending on how much oils and fats you want in there, maybe a teaspoon of butter, and so I'm getting a teaspoon of um, coconut oil. Blend it up, pour it, put some nice little frothy top on it. It's kind of like a latte, right? Wow. It's nice, Delicious. isn't it? So I was saying earlier that I've been having linseed uh, seeds, linseed mm-hmm. on hot water with lemon, which is like... A, in water overnight so you got the seeds with the lemon this is from Hayley at BC Supernatural she sent this to me I've had it for the last few mornings and I was talking to her yesterday and she was saying you know you, you sort of heat up the water and the seeds and the lemon in the morning having soaked overnight and she said to me you know are, are you feeling that the seeds are quite almost sort of gloopy you know mm-hmm. they're opening up and she said the thicker the better because as you drink that in the morning you're getting some natural fats going in you know from the yeah. seeds, uh, and of course it's opening up and cleansing your colon your, your digestive tract all of that so again echoing what you're saying about getting good natural fats into your body actually yeah. really helps us yeah really really good i mean especially over the years before like a lot of people have been eating too much sugar and it's sugars that make people fat at the end of the day, right? Like, I mean, fats don't make you fat as long as you're eating the right sorts. Um, so, yeah, we need to... That's why just cooking with the right oils and the right fats and not having too much sugar in your diet is definitely the way forward. Two, uh, if you don't mind, just two plugs for my uh, business partner, Khaled, because he's... Uh his two famous sayings are uh, sugar is the devil <laughs> so th- wow, that's what agree. Yeah, he's, it's, it's <laughs> agree, that's good. it basically is uh, according to the paleo diet and to his beliefs in, and it's true because it's one of the most pros it's like poison you know putting it in your body putting it in your tea the only reason we have it at the bistro is because I know that some people have to have sugar mm-hmm. in their coffee otherwise it wouldn't be in the building 
Imagine a restaurant with no sugar whatsoever. And not added in any of the foods. Not added to anything. That's, yeah. that's the rules. And I don't know if you <laughs> always a movie quote because we're movie buffs as well, but in Men in Black, he says up to he goes up to Will Smith goes up he goes, Do you know what's the most dangerous element ever created in the world? He's like, Sugar? He's <laughs> <laughs> like, No man. <laughs> like talking about a gun or something. But but that's it, it, it's that's true. They're trying to t- make the point that sugar, added sugar or sugar is the enemy mm. for, for the body. Well, they compare it to cocaine, don't they? The yeah. It's more addictive. More addictive than cocaine. And people give it to their kids. Yeah, you know. I mean. Do you think, kind of, in you know, a hundred years' time, two hundred years' time, people will be looking back at this era in history and going, "What were they doing? Like this was." big business terrible for your health and things like that are a little bit embarrassing I always find like when you trying to make a comparison I think about things like Botox and I think in a couple of years time people are going you're injecting poison into your face you, yeah. <laughs> something like that where you do, it, it could perhaps be one of those kind of historical yeah. mistakes wow we're putting it out there and uh, it's personal opinions you may differ on yours let us know your thoughts and let's squeeze in something that's there's no sugar attached to this ingredient Guess the ingredient. So clue number five. Today's mystery ingredient is native to central and southern Mexico and Guatemala. The Aztec cultivated it as far back as pre-Columbian times. Historical, sorry, historians think it was as, as important as maize as a food crop. Talking about the foods that give us energy, what are you eating at the moment that you're loving, that you think is really helping you with your energy levels? Um, we've got recipes from the guys here at the Cycle hub and cycle bistro and uh, one of the things on your men uh, on your recipes here in the recipes is this uh, grain-free nut seed granola bar uh, full of goodness so you've got chia seeds in there almond milk coconut milk honey banana cinnamon vanilla pod variety of nuts and seeds desiccated coconut dates fresh berries that's going to give us energy right definitely yeah what about protein do we need our protein in uh, to give us energy as well if we're going to go uh, down this natural route um particularly in the morning with breakfast breakfast do protein. we need meat do we need that as our protein source? yeah well like a, one of the big sellers at the bistro at the moment is uh like a steak and egg thing we do um so on the new menu we're keeping it but we're just going to kind of revamp it and give it a so the so answer is nice yes. Then yeah, you, you, you can you can you you can bring meat into your diet, right? Mm-hmm. I think um, yeah, protein plays a big part in my diet, especially um, it's, uh, especially once I've been on like a hard session in the morning um, to replace like the um, muscle fibers that you've just torn or whatever. Like the quickest process is um, protein um, to help with that. Um, but I mean, people obviously who are vegans, they can get it from other places instead of not just. It doesn't have to be meat protein all the time. Um, for me, I do eat meat, so I, I can't beat a bit of, I don't know, like a smoked salmon with poached eggs, something like that. Brilliant with you know with a bit of salad and then starchy carbs, ideal sweet potato. Back to my sweet favourite sweet potato. <laughs> Are you trying to be the poster boy for sweet potato? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll do. That'll do. <laughs> be a great nuts. gig, wouldn't well, we it? Could do Luke's nuts as well. <laughs> <laughs> That's really interesting though, about in, in terms of kind of post-workout recovery, because when my my husband did the white collar boxing a few years ago, and he was in agony after the first few training sessions that kind of couldn't drive the car kind of agony yeah right. and his training was like the best thing you can do is stretching and, and eat protein yeah and so that just helps r- what repair Repa- the muscle yeah because you've torn so many muscle fibers especially if you've been on hard sessions because uh-huh. what you're doing you're tapping into muscle fibers that you've probably not been used to using from general walking day to day and moving around it's when you exert yourself and you start to tear the fibers then they need to be obviously um uh like almost like replaced repaired. yeah repaired. repaired yeah repaired so look so. i kind of 
So we've been talking before about breakfast and then kind of winding down uh, during the day in terms of what you're taking in. What would you as an athlete have during the day? Uh, during the day, I mean, Sam always says I never stop eating. Okay, uh, you're always it, Yeah, yeah. But um, some days I can be burning up to 6,000 plus calories, you know, wow, if, I'm, okay. if I'm training like for a, a long period of time throughout, throughout the day. Um, so for me, it's just natural, healthy as possible. Um, don't get me wrong, I, we all like a bit of sweet treat. Do but, you have a cheat um, day? Every now and again, meal. I've got a bit of a sweet tooth. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I enjoy eating healthy. Okay. Like I, the benefits from it is absolutely massive for me. Um, as you spoke about earlier, people who are eating the wrong sort of foods go in such a lull, yeah. and then you have to eat that rubbish again to go back to high, back to feel like normal. Um, so yeah, I just keep it as natural as possible. Um, that's what why about, it's great what about if you go on a brunch? What about getting around the vice of the brunch? I often say no to go to brunch okay, because I can't control myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the alcohol side point. of stuff I'm not too fussed about. It's the food. Yeah. Like, if I you're can't presented stop. with it. Yeah. And if you're spending 500 dirhams. Yeah, exactly. I've struggled to walk out of brunches before because I just indulge that much. You know? <laughs> Taking a look at Good Magazine and uh, your recipes and every month in Good, you've got your 15-minute recipes, putting together stuff nice and easy. And uh, you've also got uh, here your Asian steak salad with mango. So this is is a good one for giving you your protein and lots of goodness in mangoes um, and giving you energy uh, and th- you've got a whole piece on mangoes too a lot yeah, on mangoes so we month. have kind of three recipe sections per month so I always say that I'm the benchmark really if something looks too complicated e.g. I couldn't make it it doesn't go in because we're all about we're all busy people and the magazine's all about making life as easy as possible really so we always have um, 15 minute meals so we've got some really great ones some spicy chickpea burgers um, a, this would be a, a, a speaking about your smoked salmon and poached eggs smoked salmon and pea frittata so really Perfect. high protein um, a dark chocolate avocado mousse which is no added sugar it's just your avocado some kind of cocoa powder but you could do like a, like a your you know your nibs um a little little bit of honey and raspberries all whizzed good. up yeah um and then mangoes as well so three easy recipes so something like a mango salsa which takes minutes um can be added to all sorts lovely on a bit of poached fish or kind of dotted through a salad as well. So we've got some really fresh, easy, healthy recipes. That's Fantastic. Month. And I was looking at mangoes and the health benefits of mangoes. Uh, fights cancer, antioxidants, full of them. Uh, all different uh, forms of antioxidants in a mango. It can help keep your cholesterol in check. It's high levels of vitamin C, pectin and fibres that help to lower serum in the cholesterol levels. Uh, also rich in fresh mango, rich in a source of Potassium. It's a great skin cleanser, so it helps you unclog your pores and add freshness to the face. That's eating it as well as placing really? it on, on it if you want to. Um, alkalizes the body. So according to naturalhealthschool.com, mango is rich in uh, tartaric acid, malic acid, and traces of citric acid that primarily help in maintaining the alkali reserves of the body. Could help with weight loss, of course, as part of a balanced diet. Can regulate diabetes, um, all sorts. It goes on and on. There's like a whole long list of how mangoes are good for you uh fan of mangoes guys chef what would you do with your mangoes um (laughs) (laughs) hold it together chef come on what would you do i'm I'm a big fan of mangoes one of my one of my favorite fruits i think is a mango um i i'm using them in like a lot of asian cooking uh compare uh pairing it with a lot of spicy food so tame it down a bit and yeah i like them in smoothies i like them in drinks i like them in desserts and to 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 peel a mango, to mm-hmm. slice a mango, 
what because we put a put a video up on our uh, web page is, is this the one with the with the glass I saw that one here. Yeah. I've seen them before. Ah, there's what a do you do to slice a mango and get the best out of it? Because it gets messy, doesn't it? Yeah. I, if I'm eating it myself, I would just like take the cheeks off each side mm. and then kind of like just suck on the seed. I like this the best part for me. Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> the island boy there. Fantastic. <laughs> Suck on the seed and get the best of it. That's good to know. And uh, and we posted up on our website the um, film of the ma- of how to peel a mango correctly and uh, do it effectively as well. So check it out on our blog post at Dubai today. So lots of health benefits, lots of goodness to uh, eating mango and natural sugar in that because people get concerned about fruits as a as a source of sugar i just say don't worry about that you've got to just worry about the process stuff what do you think sam you know uh i, I love the mango i see uh, every time it's mango season in india and uh I've, we're fortunate here in dubai because people indians <laughs> around us gift us with a box of mangoes every year this season they, I'm, 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 I, all I do is look forward to it I'm like I wonder who's going to send me a box of mangoes yeah, this that's year that's right and like supermarkets like Lulu will have like a, like a ma- special mango festival and yeah. amazing varieties from all over the world I have friends from India who say that the, uh, I think in, in Mumbai or in, in Kerala the places like that the, 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 the city smells of mangoes wow. in mango season and and a lot of people use it in so many ways it's, 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 it's they put it in a curry they put it in, in, in a salad they put it in a dessert uh, I mean look at the Thais they use it in the, the papaya salad it's one of the most famous dishes of a Thai and that, that's the, the green papaya uh, green mango oh there's papaya what am I talking yeah, about yeah papaya similar though there is similar great enzymes in similar. papaya yeah, yeah. So th- those kind of foods, you can, I mean, you dry mango chutney. Have you ever had mango chutney? Oh, uh, yes. Mango pickle. <laughs> so it, it, it's one of those great, great, great fruits. And, and look at the way it looks. It's, it wants you to be eat it. <laughs> it is. It's so inviting. Interesting, Sam was talking about the health benefits of it being um, good for um, good pH levels in the body. And you were talking earlier about grapefruit being good for alkalizing. What other kind of fruits n- and vegetables are, uh, what, first of all, what's the benefit of having a neutral pH in the body? And how can you work that into your diet quite easily it's uh, i mean i i wouldn't say i'm a scientist but some of it i understand is that so let's say your your stomach has to be a certain it's peptic acid right in your stomach it's 1.5 ph so it's very acidic it could burn through the the table actually if it was allowed to get out um and people get indigestion or they have problems with their gut because of the the levels of acid and the food we eat has to has to get to a certain point where it gets digested properly but your body needs to work to bring it all back into balance when you're not eating and keep your body working properly. So foods like, like lemon, the lemon is a fantastic, mm-hmm. uh, or grapefruit, is a, is a great way to alkalize your body. So if, if you've got a glass of water, like people, when they go to a, a restaurant, they have a heavy meal. In fact, I do this a lot. I just say, they say, would you like a drink? I said, no, sir, I don't want Coke. I don't want this. I don't want that. I would just like a slice of lemon or a couple of slices of lemon and a glass of water. Me too. And, and I put, put that in there and... And by the time I finished the meal, I've already like settled. People say, oh, they, they said, they, they, would you like this? Would you like, no, no, this is the best thing to drink after a meal if you really want to get it all back under balance. And it is about balance. Ed's saying sugar as the enemy. I don't agree with that. He says it's a load of rubbish. It's about education and understanding what a balanced diet is and how many processed foods contain hidden sugars. There are many things that are bad for us, and it's a matter of balanced diet and exercise, not purely excluding certain things. Well, Ed, you make some good points there. But as we always say, it is about balance, and it is about understanding where those hidden sugars and fats are in our food and salt. You know, we're not always, people aren't always aware. They think they're 
they're eating something healthy and it turns out that it's laced with fat and sugar and salt so it is about education ed so thanks for your message he's, today. He's, ed is absolutely right it's about education and also it's about convenience the, the problem with all of us here especially is we're all pretty much working busy um and we have to get things done quick we have so so little time in the day there's so many easy things to do and so many conveniences f- with the food that you just pick something up and you eat it and that's done and that the culture around us so the education goes to the people who people are consumers they make a choice the more people choose to eat fast food the more fast food joints they're going to be but uh, if you sort of make an active choice, you, you know why you're not going to eat it and you don't eat it, and you'll see a decline in that market. It's like a predator-prey kind of thing or mm-hmm. a survivor. You know? So if there's not that much demand for these things, they'll go away. But the problem is there is demand. What does that mean? It means that people either are not informed or... or they're choosing to ignore. They're yeah. choosing to ignore. When I'm in Dubai on Thursday morning, I cannot miss Suzanne. I always come to see her. And I enjoy being here on Thursday morning for the Thursday brunch. <laughs> oh, Giorgio Locatelli, we miss you. Yes. Uh, everyone joins us on the Thursday brunch when they're in town, all residing here. Those foodies in our community, people that are passionate about food and educated and sharing their insight into ingredients. And joining me at table this morning is editor of Good Magazine, Helen Farmer. Uh, great to have you here, Helen, contributing and being keeper of the clues to our mystery ingredient yes, today. Yes, I am. You want I can be bribed. <laughs> Listen out because we've got one more clue to our mystery ingredient competition. This is to win uh, vouchers up to the value of 600 dirhams to spend at the Cycle Hub Bistro in Motor City. And we've got the guys there, here with us, joining us at table. Sam Syedan, who's co-owner and co-founder, along with Patrick Ikenofo, who's the executive chef at the Cycle Bistro. And Luke Matthews, who works there. He's training hard. He's got a big competition coming up at the beginning of August. He's named Cycle Hub's Iron Man and uh, loves his sweet potato so it's great (laughs) (laughs) in a nutshell that's in a a coconut shell Um, yeah he's all about the natural oils and uh, we're going to be finding out in a few moments about their food fantasies and surrounding uh, the provenance of food and, and, and restaurants anything really to do with food but Sam, how did this all come about? Because when I first went in, which was just after you opened, I went into Cycle Bistro or Cycle Hub, really. And it's it's such an int- I love it because it's very unpretentious. It's very healthy, the food. There's a great vibe. But you are sitting in a cycle shop, aren't you? So you're surrounded by bicycles. And there is a hint that there's a hint in the air, that scent in the air of rubber. <laughs> <laughs> the best thing is sometimes when the guys in the workshop pop a tire. <laughs> so you're in the bistro and it's like, zzz, everyone's and it says bang it's a huge bang and everyone just goes yeah. and no one freaks out except me <laughs> I'm like oh my god everyone's like uh. <laughs> everyone knows they're in a bike shop we um, Khaled and I Khaled Al-Zaruni my business partner and I we've always been motorcyclists and a few years ago he said you know we should try this cycling thing people seem to be cycling we're like cycling what no what a waste of time there's no petrol there's no engine um, basically we, we rented some bikes and we tried it we went out we had a go we didn't enjoy it we tried, it, we tried it again. We didn't enjoy it too much. People then started giving us more advice. They said, you've got the wrong equipment. You've got the wrong size bike. You're not wearing the right clothes. Try this, try this. So we had a lot of friends who helped us out, great people. And we started to realize it's such a great sport. It, it opens up your your reach. You can go out and cycle for an hour. You can go out to the mountains and explore explore a place where you've never thought you could get to. And it's it's like, a, it's like a, an adventure, but it's you doing it. You're not using any much many tools. It's yourself. You're the heaviest part of the bike, really. 
and and we fell in love with cycling and then we thought we thought we want to share this with everybody how do we do it we need to create an environment where anyone can walk in feel relaxed feel comfortable we have great people like the, the, the experts that are in the shop can give you advice can help you develop into a pro athlete or can help you get into your first bike or help kids get on a bike. That's the kind of people we have. We've got our own chef in the shop. So you want to discuss food. You want to talk about why we do the things we do. It's all available to you. It's not a, you don't have to fill in a form. <laughs> We'd like you to fill in a form. We've got a form, but, um, but we, we, you can talk to us. You can you tell us what you like. My phone number and my email are on the, you know, on, on, on the Facebook and on the website and on all the correspondence as well. And so are all the other guys. We don't have job titles. We try to, you can talk to anyone. We're all the face of the cycle hub or the cycle bistro. And for you, Luke, you're in training. What is it? Heading to Durban, is that right? Yeah, next event is for a 70.3 in Durban. That's 2nd second, um, second of August. Um, sorry, did you say 70.3? Yeah, sorry. Does that means a non-tri type? <laughs> sorry. Um, so that's a half Ironman. So okay. the distance oh. on that is, yeah, it's only swim. a half. Yeah. Uh-huh. So the distance on that is 1.9k swim, 90k bike, and then you finish with a um, 21k run. Um, so. Quick off off topic, off food topic. Sorry, Stan. Um, how long would it take you to swim one point nine kilometres? Um, should be out of the water in about twenty six minutes. Wow! Around that sort of time. That's depending on wetsuit or non wetsuit, but yeah, around that sort of time. And out of what we've been eating today off the menu mm-hmm. at Cycle Bistro, what would be your choice to give you the energy for something like that on um, the morning of or the night before? Um, well, I can before like before like um, something like a quinoa porridge would be good. Um, chef's got a new one coming onto the menu. Something like that in the morning is brilliant. Nice slow release. Um, but like I mean during the race, I actually use our paleo bars that we have in store. Um, basic made up of three uh, base ingredients: dates, macadamia nuts, and coconut. And then they're flavoured with other natural ingredients, different flavours. Um, but throughout my Ironmans and my half Ironmans um, on the bike, especially that is where I get a lot of my fuel from. Um, to be burning so that's what I use um, and difficult to eat in the swim right <laughs> yeah very difficult <laughs> we, uh, wait till we get on the bike and then we're good to go and for you chef you know having worked in really high end restaurants you know in New Zealand in London at the Savoy and here in Dubai and, and then working in this environment what do you enjoy about it what as a chef when you're looking at creating dishes that are giving people energy that are looking at you're not compromising on taste experience but it's good and healthy so you know is this do you enjoy that kind of work as a chef is it challenging enough it's definitely challenging like i didn't know pretty much anything about paleo before i started working here i took the job on as a challenge to myself um i don't really like know too much about health and all this kind of stuff i'm a chef you know i just cook the food if it tastes good then i'm going to serve it like that's my thing um obviously there's no added sugars no gluten and no uh any bad fats in our in our food so it's definitely something that's opened my eyes to a whole new world and something that's going to be um experimented on and next couple of years it's good isn't it it's good mm. to hear from a chef that honesty really because that it, you need challenge in your work otherwise you get a bit apathetic so it, it may be that fresh take and look and the fact that you love food it's all about bringing the best to the table and not compromising on health or flavor yeah and i think a lot of chefs here face the challenge obviously of what's available within the region and wanting mm-hmm. to um what has to be imported and timings and relying on suppliers and all that so that's one challenge and then obviously you're working within the parameters of offering this healthy food as well mm-hmm. so then you get creative right you've got you look at the things like the daikon and you go actually this could be used in a completely different way so that must be must be really fun especially yeah. people like these guys succeeding off the back of it 
especially like uh, with the new menu, we're going to have a lot of uh, organic produce. So we're going to try and we're going to try and push for one hundred percent organic. But wow. obviously, it's going to be quite difficult. Um, so we're looking probably about eighty percent organic. And have they got you on a bike yet? No, not yet. I've been quite busy doing other things, but hopefully. Keep him in the kitchen. Keep him in the kitchen. But, you know, I see people cycling around your, your, within the cafe, within yeah. the shop. That's uh, just Sam. <laughs> he's always on wheels. Yeah. Um, let's have a listen to this. Food fantasy. It's time to hear from our guests this morning what their food fantasy is. Now, this can be anything. It could be the memory of something amazing that they've eaten. It could be uh, a dish. It could be an ingredient. It could be something they hope to make or taste. It could be a restaurant. It could be a place in the world, whatever it may be. Let's start with Sam. Sam, what is your food fantasy? I'm a... <laughs> Mine is, a, is, is, is basically cheating, really. Um few years ago i watched a tv program called red dwarf i don't know if anyone oh yeah, yeah. I love red dwarf. Oh, okay. cult uk show <laughs> oh, okay great uh and in there they have a they have a machine right you you press the button and it gives you like you want steak and eggs bing <laughs> steak and eggs pops out so it was so this was a, the, for people that don't know red dwarf it was like a sci-fi yeah. skit humorous very clever very F- futuristic kind of yeah. thing but, but very very like today very weird actually um so you know there was a what i want to be able to do is get the food I want when I need it. Uh, so kind of forgetting about all the preparation <laughs> and the, cook, the shopping Maybe and the cooking. Because we own a bistro. I say, that's why he owns his own bistro. Yeah, yes. well, that's... Uh, that's yeah. Yeah, oh, Patrick! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need to find a button or a buzzer, but... Um, <laughs> a, bell. Know, a bell. A bell. No, that's too... Uh, <laughs> but, um, so in a way... Cycle bell, sorry. Yeah, so imagine if people, imagine if people could get the food, everyone. And that, that's the, like, you know, I'm thinking of world solving world hunger as well that everyone could get access to food sweet potato sweet potato <laughs> save the world good food good though. food and you press a button I want gluten free I want dairy. I'm not going to have this or so this getting slow food fast yeah every, every, <laughs> everything is perfect it just comes out it's a button it's like a little it's like you know those machines you know I, I explain it's a vending machine of, of like a what's that, really thing that, what's that goes from one place to another Conveyor belt. No, the other one. Where you you're here one day and you press a button and you suddenly like, appear. Like teleportation. Teleportation. Yeah, yeah. So it's like yeah. So you're teleporting food to you. Like Mike TV and Charlie would the Chocolate Factory. Ultimate delivery. Uh, ultimate delivery business, right? Ah. Teleporting food yeah. to everywhere in the world. Yeah, and psychic. You could just think of something. I, psychic waiters is my idea. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I've been thinking about this for years. <laughs> Honest, I'm, I'm I knew you were thinking about it. <laughs> That's why I said it. But how great would that be? You sit in the restaurant, don't you know? Or even a psychic chef. You don't even need a waiter. You just yeah. go straight to the chef's mind and he starts whizzing up for you. You probably feel like that sometimes at the cycle. No, right, no, chef. No, no, no. <laughs> I expect all this very, from me. Very receptive. But then if you're going to go down the road with the psychic chef, then I think from a woman's point of view, you're going to end up having to have psychic men as well. That know, would be nice. Who know what oh, that's <laughs> impossible. <laughs> you're going to say, oh, I wish you knew what I wanted and all that. that's, <laughs> so let's not let's not kid ourselves <laughs> I'm said fantasy I'm Sam <laughs> <laughs> uh, Luke yes. what's your food fantasy um, apart from eating lots of uh, good treats that we have in front of us here um, something like really foodie wise I'd like to go to like um, a fat duck um, you know mm, Heston's restaurant um, it's now down in Melbourne right mm, it go. is um, just for like that food sensation and like just totally off the wall sort of looking at something expecting it to taste like this to then actually taste something totally different and like the whole experience and um, my sister went like a couple of months ago and she said it was just phenomenal off the scale so i'm um, like very jealous um but yeah just the whole process of like 
how he gets to those points as well. Um, I mean, that would be a massive treat. That would be a massive treat night for me. You know, that would definitely be a cheat cheat day. <laughs> People but, say um, that you so go for the fat duck and you, you might go as, as a table of four and you just don't talk to each other because you're so, your senses are so overwhelmed by the whole experience. Yeah, using all your different senses mm-hmm. as well as the food. Like, but isn't that be, wonderful in a way? Absolutely. As much as I love a good talk at the dinner table. Yeah, but yeah. be truly immersed but in Exactly, what? and really be present with the food. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, it would be ju- it's just one of those like... W- weird like uh, experiences you know that I'd like to experience at yeah. least once a true know? once in a lifetime yeah totally um, I was in Melbourne earlier this year and yes you're right Heston Blutenau has his pop-ups uh, restaurant in Melbourne and it's like booked out in a way in advance but they've got a kind of it's not a lottery but almost like that's a lottery system happening so you could get the call yeah that's you how could, my sister got did she in. get yeah. in wow, in Melbourne so cool. yeah, 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 yeah. it's so yeah. awesome and really a great way to do it and kind of a fair way to do it as well so you kind of register and if you get the call you're in and you've literally got to go that just night drop everything yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. fabulous so they flew to Sydney just for that night to wow. from Sydney to Melbourne just for that really? experience yeah oh, yeah I'm having goosebumps just thinking about it <laughs> fabulous okay and chef uh, tell you what chef hold your fantasy for just a moment we'll come back and we'll find out uh, we've got one more clue to our mystery ingredient so we'll be sharing that and hearing what chef's food fantasy is stay with us guess the ingredient so our sixth and final clue to our mystery ingredient competition to go into the draw to win vouchers up to the value of 600 dirhams to spend at the Cycle Hubs Bistro. Helen Farmer, editor of Good Magazine and keeper of the clues. Today's mystery ingredient is rich in minerals such as calcium, iron, magnesium and zinc and also rich in omega-3 fatty acids as the seeds yield a large amount of extractable oil. No wonder its name is derived from the old Aztec word for oily. It's also part of Chef Patrick's grain-free nutseed granola so go to the website for the recipe. Checking it out on the Dubai Today page. It's been posted up on our blog page there at Dubai1038.com or you can go and straight to our Facebook page as well and take a look at the picture of the band Everything Everything <laughs> I love that you're doing this it really amuses me <laughs> Helen's brother is in this ever so successful famous band uh, from the UK and they're doing so well how many albums now? Uh, they've just released a third album which got to number five in the UK album charts oh. yeah so Linda and I my producer we were looking at the picture this morning trying to figure out which one was Helen's brother so we posted a picture up on the Facebook page with a picture of Helen and uh, have a look have a guess see if you can uh, spot the similarities uh, Linda and I are divided so um let's see we'll find out in a few minutes i know who the winner is (laughs) you know good i'm glad to hear that food fantasy chef patrick your Mm. food fantasy um i was just keeping it on the healthy side of things so i was like imagining a world where everything was just raw and natural so there was no cooking involved you know there was no it was just you kind of just get something and just eat it yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> so a world without chefs. <laughs> oh, you're yeah, up a job yeah, here. Yeah. <laughs> See, you, you're back on the island, aren't you? Which is uh, which is great. Yeah. I mean, wouldn't we all? Uh, so many of us have that to us is our fantasy to live on a desert island, to have just you know uh, to be able to survive and to sustain oneself naturally in, in the environment. I think it's something I'd really enjoy. How was it growing up where you were in New Zealand? I was fine. Like I didn't. It's not like New Zealand's like third world or anything. No, no. It's like it's it's a it's like it's a normal place. Um, where my mum grew up, it was an island. Like so, it's real small there. There, the population there is only like a thousand or twelve hundred or like that. There's not very many people that live there. 
I mean, um, what were you eating? I mean, were you having to get things shipped onto oh, the there. island? Yeah, they they were eating pretty much this cabin bread, you know. <laughs> That's <laughs> where they lived off. Coconuts and uh, fresh fruits and yeah. that kind of thing like that. Yeah. So is that what you mean? Are well. you talking about where everything would be raw and natural? You would be literally foraging. You would yeah, get, that kind of, that kind yeah, of you're getting your nuts and seeds, mushrooms. You could get fruits from the trees, from mm-hmm. the bushes, coconuts. So being able to have all that you need as uh, physically as, as a body to survive and be healthy by everything being natural. Yeah, exactly. Pretty much. Yeah. So would you, do you eat meat? Yeah. Yeah. Would you hunt for meat then as well? I wouldn't. I'm not a big fan of raw meat, but I'm a big fan of like uh, raw fish and stuff. Mm. I like to eat all my seafood and that kind of thing raw. Mm. So, yeah, I guess, I don't know. I guess you wouldn't really want to eat lamb or something raw. You'd get used to it though, right? Like, you know, if you were born in a world that was like that, you're just kind of... Just get used to that kind Just of thing. Go wild, hey! <laughs> wow, it's really interesting to hear your fantasies this morning. And actually, Taro, thanks for yours as well. Saying I'd love to taste every single type of food available as long as it's veggie. Uh, imagine that. Actually, it's a thought, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Work your way through every. F- type of vegetable well, based it's, it's, food it's really interesting because at the moment we're um trying to wean our six-month-old daughter and she she, she threw up her sweet potato luke the other oh. day but it, it must be mind-blowing though as a baby to be tasting after six months of having one taste so just you know milk and then you she had watermelon yesterday and was obsessing over it but to be introducing and you see her little face kind of going oh, i'm not sure about this oh i'm quite it, it, it must be incredible because i think we take for granted you know things which we've tried this morning for instance i you know i've never had daikon before and you know you you kind of get used to trying new things here and there but can you imagine sitting in front of basically the world's most enormous buffet table and tasting your way through every single ingredient that'd be uh, it must be out there yeah oh, yeah it must be out there yeah well so you know i love it we just let it go on a thursday morning and just our imagination start running wild with us from the you know press a button and you get your slow food fast to everything around us being natural and be at our fingertips to as our taru our listeners said tasting every every vegetable based food on on the planet to explore that so it does uh, really makes the imagination i suppose the time has come to reveal the winner of our mystery ingredient competition It is the longest drumroll symbol. There we go. (laughs) Yay. But it's worth waiting for. Congratulations, Melinda Kelly. You get the 600 dirhams worth of vouchers to spend at the Cycle Hub Bistro. And the answer was... Chia seeds. Chia seeds. And we love chia seeds, don't we? So uh, we've mentioned it already. It's in your ingredients. Chef, what can we do with chia seeds? Um... I've just started it's a new ingredient for me so I've just started using it um, I'm just soaking them really in the uh, in coconut and almond milk flavoring them with a bit of honey and using it in this primal parfait that we got at, at the cafe is it called primal parfait? yeah love it keeping the paleo theme and <laughs> um, yeah but I've seen you could do a lot of things you could do uh, fritters I've seen people doing fritters with them I've seen um, people coating them on eggs and then frying them so you have like a crispy layer Oh, or cheer around the egg. I guess you could just 
takes a bit of time to play around. You could find a few things to do with them. Um, and what are the health benefits? Luke, you're probably the guy that knows this better than most in the room. Um, yeah, chia seeds I use quite a bit. Um, before Patrick came to the, um, to the Beast Show, we using for like chia puddings. So really good. Could you have that for fridge. breakfast? Yeah. With mango, perhaps? Yeah, uh, or sweet potato. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, chia puddings are great to have in there, but they are, they've are they got huge health benefits. They're really, really good. That, along with aloe, is like the best for cleansing the system. Okay, um, that's in will, the gut. Yeah, so it will clear out a lot of um, antioxidants out of the body, naturally, whereas obviously normally goes into the intestines and back into the bloodstream. Right. Whereas chia seeds will sort of act like little sponges. Absorb and it. Absorb it and take it away. Interesting. Um, so they're really, really good. It's really good for you, and you can explore with them clearly from what Chef yeah. is saying. And uh, check out Chia Seeds at the Cycle Bistro there at uh, Motor City at the Cycle Hub. Let's play out some of the text messages that have come in throughout the morning. Uh, just coming back on the using uh, the coconut oil in coffee, and uh, somebody's texting saying it's funny to hear about the butter coffee in Ethiopia. The farmers use it to get to get energy while working out there in the field. It's just there as part of their sustenance. You know, it's natural. It's just what you do. Mm-hmm. I love that. Thank you for that. Particularly, as you know, I've, I went to Ethiopia early this year to the to the coffee plantations in the Sadama region. So I can picture that rather beautifully. Uh, and also, somebody's asking, I don't know if you can help with this, but chefs, people, do you know where we can buy fresh oak smoked garlic? Can we get that in the UAE? At the moment, I'm bringing mine from Garlic Farm in the Isle of Wight. So any ideas? Fresh oak smoked garlic. Garlic, yeah, sounds you can good. Just make it yourself, isn't it? I was gonna say, gap in the market, make it yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Make it yourself. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I say send it is good send though. An, send an email to the chef. Send an email to plug the chef, but uh, chef at thecyclehub.com. Well, all the details are up on our website yeah. for the Cycle Hub. Um, is it something easy to do at home? I guess so, because smoking anything really is quite easy. <laughs> uh, well, I, w- I don't think I'd know how to do that, so it might be easy for you. I don't know. If you if you just get a tray, you know, and line the tr- at the bottom of the tray, um, put in your smoking chips, whatever, any, any aromatics. You could put in some cinnamon, some uh, star anise, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Then another tray on top the f- with holes, you know, and then put your food in the holy tray and then just bring the smoke up, put whatever it is, whatever it is you're smoking in there and then just a bit of cling film over the top and that's about it yeah. I've done this for um, like tea smoking duck before mm. which yeah. was rather nice I have to say I've only made it once <laughs> <laughs> fabulous well look, thanks everyone for joining me this morning it's been quite a journey it's been fabulous at tasting all this beautiful fresh and healthy food from the Cycle Bistro at the Cycle Hub there in Motor City uh, check out all the details online map and directions and great place to go for the weekend if you want to get cycling but also just to hang out and have some great breakfast lunch or dinner open every day of the week so for now thanks so much for joining us that's sam sayadan co-owner and co-founder of the cycle hub and cycle bistro along with chef patrick ikonofo who's executive chef at the cycle bistro and luke matthews and um, we wish you all the best luke with Thank your you. half what is it you've got on the second half of iron man half iron man and uh, so really keeping it clean keeping healthy and wish you the best for that in durban in south africa on the 2nd of august thank you and a big thank you to helen farmer of good magazine pleasure and thank you so much guys the food this morning has been really really delicious gorgeous I look forward to catching up with you all very very soon that's it from me thanks for all your messages this morning oh what about your brother which one is it he's the one on the left
yeah. if you're looking at it. She's looking at it. So, so Linda, Linda I did let her have that, by the way. But yes, Linda won. <laughs> Congratulations. Oh, and, you know, you must be very proud. I am. I thought I would be the golden child because I've just given birth. But no, my brother played Glastonbury, so now he's the favourite. He's the golden boy. Uh, check out a picture of the band Everything Everything. Helen's brother's in it. They're doing it really well. And, uh, yeah, uh, it's great. Have a look on our Facebook page.